Welcome to Off the Beaten Path, but not lost. With Tony, Kristen, Kylie, and Lexi. Join us on this RV full-time living journey. Across the beautiful United States. Where the fellas? Welcome to episode 62. In this episode, we're going to give you advice for an epic road trip to explore the Rocky Mountain region. Bucket list items, things you should do if you're going to this area. These are all things that we've done. Yes. And we highly recommend. Yep. Before we get into the episode, if you're not following us on Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube, please do that. You can follow us at the Fayolas on all the platforms. You can also sign up for the emails that we will send out monthly at thefayolas.com slash email. Our first email of the month will be going out soon after this episode goes live. So sign up now. This is going to be a new series that we're going to be doing. It's not all going to go up at one time. So one's going to go up now. One will probably go up in a month or or (laughs) two months or something. They're not all going to go up at the same time. Um, But it's bucket list items that you should do in certain regions. This can be for full-time or part-time or vacations, right? Yep. In the show notes, we'll share a graphic of the states that we consider the Rocky Mountain region. We add our bucket list items to our website normally, but Tony's a tad behind there. There's so many. It's hard to keep up. (laughs) The idea is that if you're planning a trip to this region, these are things that you should do. Add to your list. Add to your bucket list. 42 things that you should do in the Rocky Mountain region. We keep a state bucket list book, and we've talked about it before. Every state has a spread, like two pages, and we just we write stuff down that we want to do in that state. Or that it, people tell us to do. Yeah, yeah. We get information from locals or other RVers, you know, places that we've never been that but we should check out. Yeah, they'll be like, hey, have you been to California yet? Or have you been to this area yet? And, you know, we'll say no or yes or whatever. And then they'll tell us something cool to do. And we're like, okay. And so we go and put it in our state book because who knows when we'll get to that state. And then when we actually plan that state or when we plan a trip to that state, we can look at our bucket list. So these are things in this podcast that you should add to your bucket list book. Yeah. For the Rocky Mountains. Yeah, this one's going to be focused to the Rocky Mountain region, which what states are we considering the Rocky Mountain region? Montana. Nevada. Idaho. Wyoming. Utah, and Colorado. Okay, cool. Before we get started on the bucket list, I want to give you kind of a rundown of just some basic stats of the time we spent in the States. We've spent over seven weeks traveling around Idaho. Yep, the whole length of the state we traveled. Even spending that much time in the state, we still have a ton to do. Our bucket list is still very full. That should be another note that we add. All of these items are things that we've done and we, we've only just did slivers of yeah. some of these states. So we have so many more bucket list items to do. So there will be a Rocky Mountain region part two, part three. Yeah, eventually. <laughs> part four. But right now we just have this one. In Montana, we spent a little over a month in the state, 33 days to be exact. Uh, and we only explored the west side and then drove across the top of it to yep. North Dakota. And then Wyoming... 
We've spent a little over a month there, 36 days. Most of the time there was also on the west side. Colorado is probably our least visited state. <laughs> yeah, we, we explored like a blip of yeah, Colorado. A sliver. We drove straight over and then straight up. <laughs> We've actually been to Colorado on two different occasions. The first time we intentionally drove into Colorado, we spent 10 days there. And then we hung out in the Rocky Mountain National Park area. The second time we kind of drove through the top and then hung out at the Great Sand Dunes. So we just touched a little bit of it. Only spent about two weeks there. Yep. And you can see these stats on our website at thefeolas.com slash stats. And if you click on one of the states, it'll tell you how many days we've spent there. It'll tell you our free nights, our camping, all everything that we've done there. It should say our bucket list items as well, but... Event, it, eventually it will. <laughs> that probably don't needs worry. to be updated. You don't have to remind me every six months. I'll get it done. <laughs> We've spent 72 days in Utah. We explored a lot. That's we, our biggest state. Yeah. we uh, in, this in this region, yeah. Uh, we want to spend more time there, obviously. We can revisit a lot of these places because they're so awesome. The thing um, we did in Utah, though, is one part of the year we were driving south, so we drove the entire east side of the state yep. down. And then a different part of the year, we were driving north, and so we drove the west side of the state. Up. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so we were actually able to get a lot of the state done. Yeah, and a lot of these things, like we have a lot of stuff in our bucket list book for this state, but as you're traveling through, if you have a destination that you want to get to, you sometimes we just have to cut stuff out mm -hmm. and just, you know, say we're going to do it next time we're back, so... And we'll, we're actually going back to Utah yeah. this year, so yep. maybe we can cut some of those things off this yeah, year. Yeah, there's a handful of things that I is basically going to be on our way. And in Nevada, this is another state that we've barely touched on. Um, however, we have spent about a month here, 31 days. Most of it, though, was in the Vegas area. And then we also did a small sliver Great Basin, but that literally, we were we weren't even staying in. Nevada, we yeah, were staying in. We haven't done anything on the west side of Nevada, mm -hmm. central or west. So we still have a lot to do there. All right, cool. So let's get into our bucket list. Number one. See the Rocky Mountains. Yeah. If you're in this region, you have to see the Rocky Mountains. <laughs> <laughs> and you're in luck because the Rocky Mountains spread over all of these states. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, from Mexico to Canada. <laughs> So you should be able to find them. You can find them. The Tetons are the Rocky Mountains. Mm -hmm. um, all, you know, a lot of the different, the Rocky Mountain National Park area is Rocky Mountain. I would say Colorado does get to claim like the most epic part of the Rocky Mountains, mm -hmm. I'd say, because they have like multiple 14,000 foot peaks. Yeah, true. The Tetons are pretty epic though. I would, yeah, I agree. I would say, in my opinion, the best, time to see these would be maybe spring or fall when there's a lot of snow. Yeah, snow-capped Rocky Mountains are the best. Yep. <laughs> All right, number two. See wild horses. And you can see wild horses in multiple different spots. I think there's some in Colorado. Mm -hmm. um, there's some in other states, too. We actually got to see the wild horses in Wyoming. Yeah, in western Wyoming, White Mountain. There's like a wild horse sanctuary there. Mm -hmm. We boondocked there, had wild horses walk by the RV. We're, Where the, we were staying. Yeah, we were the only people staying out in this area. 
we saw him multiple times. We drove around. We got to see him in different spots. It was cool. Yes. Number three, try huckleberries. I think this was put on here for me because <laughs> I, I love huckleberries. Like yeah. yeah, he got some huckleberry jam, and apparently it was good. I, I mean, we've had I've had huckleberry pie, huckleberry jam, huckleberry ice cream. And you'll probably find this best in Wyoming and Montana. Idaho. Yeah, all the northern states like Wyoming, Montana, and Idaho. And it's even better if you can find them wild. Yeah. <laughs> Number four, see a rodeo. We've talked about this many times. We love going to rodeos. They're exciting events. They're they're entertaining. It's like we always have a good time. They're always funny. And some of the coolest rodeos are in this region. Yeah. <laughs> some of the coolest states to go. We saw three in this region, and it was Wyoming, Idaho, and Utah. I think the only thing better would be Texas. So we need to see one in Texas, obviously, but... I mean, I everywhere we go, I look for one. There's actually <laughs> one in Arizona coming up next month that right. I want to go to. Okay. Yes, so add rodeo to your list. Number five, and this kind of goes for the whole region, but you need to add some animals to your bucket list. Moose, grizzly, black, black bear, bear, elk, pronghorn, mule deer, and fox. And, I mean, tons of others, too. But those were animals that we saw in this region. Yeah, some of them are, like, the big game animals, like mm-hmm. the grizzlies. Those are something Epic. that you can kind of only see in the Rocky Mountain region, I I think I feel like. Yeah, actually, I think grizzly may only be in the Rocky Mountain region. Black bear you can pretty much find all across the country. Yep. But... The black bear it's, in this region are cool. They're yeah, they're it's it's always cool to see them. <laughs> yeah, and then moose we've saw we've seen some moose. Colorado we've seen them in Wyoming, Idaho. So add some animals to your list. Number six, check out a fire lookout. In this region, there are a ton of fire lookouts. Some of them can even be rented, like uh, Airbnb. Yeah, but if you go to one of these. One thing is for sure, you're going to have an epic view. Mm-hmm. And you can go up in them sometimes. Yeah, some you just visit and, and check it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's uh, normally you can walk up, you know, some of the steps at least. Yep. Maybe not go in it, but you can go up some of it. Yep. Number seven, visit a state capitol building. Yep, and we've visited... A few of them, and yeah. they're very cool. I highly recommend adding this to your bucket list items if you're in an area. There's a lot of history. It explains a lot of stuff. There's a lot of architecture. It's just they're really mm-hmm. cool to visit. Yeah. Some of them are really cool. Number eight, and this probably should have been the first one, to be honest, but number eight. Yellowstone. Yellowstone. If you're in the Rocky Mountain region, you have to visit Yellowstone. It takes up a quarter of it. <laughs> Maybe not that much. I don't know if it's that much, but <laughs> but it's so big that you need multiple days to see everything. Definitely. And it's multiple states. So it's yeah. in Idaho. It's in Wyoming. Yep. And Montana. And Montana. So you actually will hit three of these states if yeah. you go to Yellowstone alone. And you'll probably see some of those animals. <laughs> it's a lot of bucket list items right yeah. there. <laughs> not only is it the first national park... It's one of the best. One of our favorites, for sure. Yep. 
Number nine, and this is all across the country, but really in this area. Scenic byways. Yes. And we, we went, we've been on a few of these. A lot of times they're the actual highway that you're driving on and you're just on part of a scenic byway. But you can get a book. We have a book on them. Um, you can see them in any maps. You can see them. You know, you could just search on your phone for byways yep. in specific areas. Also. But they're very scenic. They're very pretty. Yep. If you stop at, like, visitor centers, welcome centers, or rest areas, a lot of times they'll have little pamphlets and stuff you can find information on these scenic byways. And we've seen some amazing drives on these. Like through Idaho. Mm-hmm. We had Waterfalls. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes there will be like a, they have a specific byway that will be waterfall specific. And you'll see like 15 waterfalls on it or something. Yep. All right. Now let's talk about some Montana specific items. These are things that you're going to find just in Montana. Number 10 Glacier National Park. Definitely in my top three favorite national parks and favorite places. Mm-hmm. It's just the views are amazing. There's wildlife. We've saw some bucket list animals there. We've seen grizzly bears two different times we've been there. Yeah. In so. different regions, different mm-hmm. parts of the park. Black bears, a lot of animals. Elk are like deer. here <laughs> Out west, yeah, yeah, in the Rocky Mountain area. You're, You're like, going to uh, see so many elk that... <laughs> you're like, oh, look at that huge bull elk. Big yeah. deal. It's funny when you're when you start seeing these though, your um your bar gets raised. You know, mm-hmm. like we were I remember when we first started driving out west, we were so excited to see elk. We couldn't wait to see some elk and now it's just like, Oh, those are just elk. Let's move on. <laughs> like, oh what's that? Ah, it's just a huge bull elk. No yeah. no biggie. Let's keep going. <laughs> I thought it was a moose or something. Okay. Same thing with bison. Like, we were driving down a road one day, and there was an entire line for one bison. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) People. (laughs) Number 11, the Grizzly and Wolf Discovery Center. That one was really cool because the girls got to participate in feeding the grizzlies. In the cage. But the bears weren't actually in the cage with us. (laughs) Thank goodness. The people who worked there brought them into their little houses, kind of. Yeah, dens. And while a bunch of kids and, like, one of the other, another person who worked there. And we fed, we hid a bunch of food under rocks and threw apples in the pool. Yeah, that was a really neat experience. I hid them. I had to move a rock and, like, dump my bucket out. Under a rock, so I had, or I could like take a handful and like scatter it everywhere. And they do that for enrichment for the bears. So they're, they, it's kind of like simulated hunting and scavenging, right? Mm -hmm. So they go out and they move the rocks and they dig around and they get in the water and they get all the food that way. Not all the food, but some of the food. And it wasn't that expensive of a park, I don't think. Nope. I, I mean, Whatever you pay for, there's a lot to it. Mm-hmm. There's like a, you know, the visitor center, the museum kind of. Um, you walk through and get all the information. There's like a, almost like a junior ranger program mm-hmm. for it. Where there's the, with, also an area that has a whole bunch of canisters and stuff that bears have got into. So you can see how strong they are, which yeah. is kind of fun. One of the bears, it, he went straight for the apples. Yeah. He, oh, yeah. yeah. When they released the 
bears out of the cage. They went scattering everywhere, but one bear dove ran full speed into the pool and started eating up apples. Yeah, he was yeah, like... Yeah, everyone threw their apple. So they hid their food, and then they threw the apple into the pool. Yep. And the one guy just cares about apples. Well, he knew right away. He's <laughs> like, I'm going straight for that. <laughs> Number 12, Quake Lake. We heard about this one from one of our neighbors when we were staying at a campground in Montana. We were staying near Helena. And he was from this area. It's near Idaho, but it's a really cool geological area where there was an earthquake like 50, 60 years ago. And there's a huge landslide, and it created a lake. And it actually killed people. Yeah. Yeah, there's people the buried. The whole town and, and everything. Or there was people camping or something, yeah, right? Yeah, it was a campground. There was a big earthquake, big landslide. It dammed a river and created a lake. Yeah, and the lake is its really cool because there's trees out there. You can see them, like the stumps sticking out of the water. Yep, and there's a visitor center that you can go to. Uh, there's an overlook where you can see the whole area. It's crazy because literally like the side of a mountain collapsed. Mm-hmm. It's a cool thing to see. Yeah. Add it to your list. All right, let's do some Idaho items. Number 13, hot springs. You have to find a hot spring. And there is actually hot springs in other states, too, in this region. Um, Colorado has some. Mm-hmm. Uh, Montana, maybe. Wyoming. Wyoming. They're, they're all in that yeah. whole Rocky Mountain region. But Idaho has a lot. Mm-hmm. Some are natural. Some are pools. But they were, I mean, they're just controlled. They're hot springs, but they're just brought into pools. Yeah, uh, yeah that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. But find one, swim in it. <laughs> Number 14. The Northern Idaho border. Yes. And there's a post office there, a cute little post office. I think it's the most northern post office. I just made that up, so I don't know if that's true. No, it is, because I remember we dropped off the mail, and then Lexi and I broke the law and stood across the border with no passport. (laughs) Yeah, sure enough. (laughs) Yes, you did. Yeah, that was in Eastport, Idaho. Mm -hmm. It's probably the most northern post office that you can visit and that's not guaranteed we made that up sometimes we make up stats that are (laughs) probably close to being accurate yeah number 15 craters of the moon bring water (laughs) yes gallons of ice water (laughs) you're gonna need it and bring good shoes because you'll be if you want to really explore the park you're gonna be climbing there's caves, there's ladders that go down into some of them. Lava. There's yep. rocks, you know, some rock scrambling kind of. Not real lava, not hot lava. Well, it is hot. Used to be. <laughs> it's hot now. It's hot if it's sunny, uh, but it's hardened lava that and you're don't, crawling yeah. on. Yeah, and don't take your dog. Yeah, you can't take your dog um, and don't take your dog, but it's dogs are not allowed. You definitely want to go in the caves because... First of all, it's cold, but then mm-hmm. the bad thing about the caves, they're centipedes. <laughs> yeah, there is. <laughs> Number 16, the Hagerman fossil beds, and those can be found in Idaho. There's all kinds of hiking trails. We did some of the interpretive trails. It's also on the Oregon Trail, right? Or yes. Something? Yep. They call it the Emigrant Trail, and you can actually see the old the wagon ruts 
from in this spot. Yeah, a different spot. Yeah. Either way, this is when we visited this. We were actually trying to see all the different like little spots for the Oregon Trail in that area. Yeah. So there is some cool stuff. Yeah, it's really neat. Seventeen Shoshone Falls. Yeah, when we were there, it was more of a Shoshone stream <laughs> than falls. But it was actually really cool because we got to see what's behind the waterfalls. And so we can go back during a cre- you know, like a busier yep. time because I've seen pictures of it when it's flowing hard. Now, uh, what I've read and heard from people is the best time to go is e- either in spring or fall because during the summer when we were there, they actually use a lot of the water from the Snake River for agriculture. They divert it. But it's still really, I mean, honestly, it it's still really cool to see, even if it's not flowing that hard, because you can see underneath. And these are bigger than Niagara Falls. What? Google it. It's the Niagara of the West. 212 feet tall and 900 feet wide, Shoshone Falls is one of the largest natural waterfalls in the U.S., surpassing the height of the famous Niagara Falls. Boom. You're right. <laughs> Mic drop. So my my thing is you should see it without water, so go when it's summer, and then go when there is water, and you can see it both times. It's a gorgeous area. Well worth it. Doesn't matter if there's water or there's not water. It's still really pretty. But, I mean, seeing the flo- seeing the waterfall is actually really And the, really that cool. whole area, the Snake River Canyon right there, is amazing. Yeah. Definitely a beautiful spot. There's also some byways right there. Yep. <laughs> so you can check that off. Number 18, the Potato Museum. We've mentioned this a lot of times. It's a really cool museum. You can actually camp right there. It's a harvest host. Yep. There's a fun potato museum that you can walk through and hear all about potatoes. And then at the end, you can buy some potatoes. Yep. That's in Blackfoot, Idaho. Number 19, Bonner's Ferry. Bonner's Ferry is another cool historical area because that's another spot where, like, during the Oregon Trail days, they had, to, they had to take a ferry across the Snake River. And there's a big, like, a museum there. In a, it's part of a state park. The ferry was a, uh, like, a platform, a wood platform, right? Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes they even, like, just crossed by horse and mm-hmm. on, you know, walking through the river, wading through. So we learned all about that stuff. We got to do. Sometimes they lost a wagon wheel and <clears throat> floated down the river. Yep. Number 20, Coeur d'Alene. Yep. It's a really pretty area. Huge lake there. It's one of the most northern busiest cities, right, in um, yeah. Idaho. Yep. There's an amusement park there. Is that where we watch the fireworks? Yep. We yep. watch fireworks there on the 4th of July, right over the lake. Number 21, Twin Falls. That's right in the area, the same area as Shoshone Falls. There's a huge bridge that goes over the Snake River Canyon. Sometimes you can catch base base jumpers jumpers there. It's legal to do it there. And certain times of the year, they have big events where there's a bunch of base jumpers. But you can kayak the whole area of the Snake River. There's cool drives that go down into the canyon. Number 22, Balance Rock Park. There's a campground there. There's actually a hike up to this uh, rock formation that, is a big, huge, kind of like triangular, triangular shaped rock that's balancing on its point. 
There's a campground there that we didn't, we were going to stay at, but we didn't because there was no signal and we didn't have Starlink yet. So we I don't know if Starlink would work there either because it was kind of in a cave or well, it was in a valley. Kind of in a canyon and there's a lot of trees. But it's an amazing spot to camp. Yeah, it's uh, super pretty. Right on the river. Yep. If you get a chance to go there, check it out. At least do the hike. We actually drove by. We stopped. We got some pictures of the Balance Rock. You can drive by it too. Yep. <laughs> Just take it on the road. Number 23,000 Springs. Yep, and that's in between Twin Falls and Bonner's Ferry. That is a scenic byway. Really cool features along that whole road. And what the Thousand Springs is, there's a big rock outcrop or rock wall, I guess you might call it, or cliff. And there's a bunch of running water coming out of it. So there's a bunch of little teeny waterfalls. Is there a thousand? Maybe. But back then, maybe they didn't know how to count. They just said thousand. <laughs> and number 24, a favorite. Salmon River Valley. Yeah, the section we went to was near Cottonwood. It's some of the most scenic river valley that I've ever seen in my life. It was so pretty. We went back multiple times because it was so cool. We actually ended up doing a, a whole day there, swimming in the river, hanging out. Yeah, gorgeous. There's a Jeep trail there. Yep. There's boondocking there. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move into Wyoming. These are Wyoming-specific things. Number 25, Jenny Lake. Yep, you'll find this in Grand Teton National Park. There's a ton of hikes. There's some easy hikes. There's actually some more difficult hikes if you want to go all the way around or some climbing up the mountains. You have chances of seeing bear, moose. Yep. You'll see the mountains on the water. Yeah, there's epic a, photos. Yeah, reflections, yes. Some of the best photos that you see of the Grand Tetons, you have Jenny Lake in the photo. Yep. Number 26, Devil's Tower National Monument. And this is going all the way to the east side of Wyoming, northeast. Uh, super awesome place. Yeah, so this one's kind of, um, it, it's it's in the Rocky Mountain states, obviously, but it's almost easier to go to when you're in South Dakota. Um, however, we included it here because it is in the Rocky Mountain states, but it's right on the border almost of South Dakota. But it's awesome. Highly recommend it. Yeah. If you've, if you've ever seen pictures of it, do yourself a favor and see it in person. We had our dogs. There is a hike that goes up and around it. You can't take your dogs on it, though. So be careful if you have dogs. You won't be able to go there. But <clears throat> we actually went to a parking lot that was a little ways away and hung out. And there's a big field there and got some epic photos of it. Yep. And we could have our dogs there. Number 27, Grand Teton National Park. You've heard us talk about this a million times. 400 because, times. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Because it's a favorite. It's one of the, it's probably my second favorite part. Yeah, it's easily, I would say, easily in my top three. And it's the mountains, the views, the animals, and the people we've met there um, give us great memories of that place. And I cannot wait to go back. Yep. Number 28. Sunset behind the mountains. And you can do this pretty much anywhere there's mountains. (laughs) You just got to see a sunset. 
Yeah, some more epic than others. Tetons is a really good one. I mean, that's yeah. If you're if you're into photography, especially, or just you know, for some reason, the Teton Mountains, it's probably because they have a lot of snow on them, make the entire like part of the sky glow pink. Yeah, we've got many sunset photos from the Tetons with just blazing orange and pink sunsets. Okay. Number twenty nine, Jackson Hole. Yeah, the whole area is awesome. I love it there. I love Jackson, Wyoming. Like, there's so many cool shops and the town square there with the um, antler arches. The Whole Foods store. It's spelled H-O-L-E. Yeah, Whole Foods. I think we also got some ice cream there that was good. Oh, yeah. We've got Huckleberry ice cream. Good pizza (laughs) there we've had. And now we're going to move into Nevada. With number 30, Las Vegas. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. We've had a lot of fun in Vegas. Uh, There's a lot of kid-friendly stuff that you can do. Yeah, we've done a lot. We've spent 30-something days there and never gambled once. (laughs) Yeah. So it's possible. Even just driving the strip is a lot of fun. People watching. Yep. At night, it's really cool. The waterfall shows, the volcano show, yep. a lot of the cool shows that happen. We have a whole podcast about family-friendly things to do in Vegas. Yep. Number 31, the Hoover Dam. Iconic. It's amazing. You can see it from different viewpoints. You can walk across. You can actually drive across and walk across, which we did. You can get another really good view from the Pat Tillman Memorial Bridge that goes across And it's a view kind of looking down over the Hoover Dam and the Colorado River. It's really cool. Number 32, Great Basin National Park. It's a national park, so it needs to be on your bucket list. Yep. (laughs) Uh, It's a cool one. It's a big mountain. It's one of the first big mountains that we went to in the summertime with snow. Mm -hmm. And this, this park is in the northern part of Nevada. Yep. And it's near utah so it's it may be easier to see when you're in utah yep but it is in nevada and number 33 colorado river the mighty colorado river you gotta see it maybe even dip your toes in it yep and let's move into utah with number 34 bonneville salt flats this is just unique and so cool yeah we had a lot of fun there we spent like half a day there Driving on it and running around on it. There's like no speed limit or something out A there. little sample of the salt. Yeah, <laughs> we had to taste it. And actually on the way there, you're driving to the Bonneville Salt Flats and you there's another spot where you can like pull over and there's a parking area and you can walk out. And actually at first we thought that was kind of where it was. Well, that, I don't think a, we thought that. but It's actually a rest area. Oh, that's what it was. It's a rest area and you can walk out and like feel it and pick it up. And that was a little bit wetter there though yep. than the actual side. Yeah, when you like right close to, I guess yeah, you want to call it close to the shore. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's yep. a lot of water. Yeah, there's like puddles and stuff, but you can drive out there. But I don't know if you can there. People were, but we drove around to the the Bonneville Speedway area. That's where we went. Yeah, it was super cool. Yes. Number 35, Petroglyphs. 
add this to your list, and when you're in this area, you have to search petroglyphs. If you have never seen them, they're really cool to see. Yeah. And some of them in Utah, you can get up close and personal, touch them. Yeah, we did a, a, a hike at the Rochester Art. It's a hike to a... Huge panel. Huge panel of petroglyphs. We had lunch there. Yep. You can touch them, yeah. And there's a lot in this area and around there. Yep. We had lunch with ancientness. <laughs> Number 36. Moab. We love Moab. It's a mecca for off-roading. Yeah. We love the trails there. there. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of stickers for Jeeps. There's <laughs> there's lot and lots badge of and honors. Lots, badge of honors, yeah. There's lots and lots of Jeep stuff. <laughs> it's fun. I say if you think you have a cool Jeep, go to Moab and you your Jeep's not really that cool anymore because there's always a cooler Jeep. <laughs> Plus there's a lot of free camping in that area. So if you're on an R V trip, stay there. Yep. Number thirty seven. Mill Canyon Dino Tracks. Yeah, that's a cool spot. There's actually multiple prehistoric sites there. There's like some dino tracks and slide areas. Mm -hmm. And then there's another trail right down the road from that that actually has fossils in the rock wall. And there's little signs that you can yep. see. It'll tell you what you're looking at. It was really cool to see that. I, I was actually surprised yeah. what a dinosaur fossil looks like. I didn't think... That's what it looked like inside of the rock. It's black. Yep. Not white. <laughs> but right there, there was a really cool area, too, where it's just this big open area with a whole bunch of tracks. And they have a sign there that kind of shows you what tracks you're seeing, what kind of dinosaurs you're seeing. It's like a boardwalk. Yeah. A boardwalk goes around the whole area. It's super cool. Yep. Number 38, the Utah Five National Parks. Yeah, the Mighty Five. Mm -hmm. All five of them. You need to go to all of them. <laughs> There's two right in Moab that you can do easily. Yep, Arches and Canyonlands. Yep, and then Zion and Bryce, Bryce are fairly close. And then Capitol Reef is kind of out there by itself. But don't sleep on that one because it is a really cool park by mm -hmm. itself. Number 39. This is kind of a... <laughs> Unique one. This is straight out of our book. <laughs> Drive across a waterfall. And you don't have to have like a super sweet Jeep or anything Wait, to do this. Wait, we're not talking about driving across a road on a waterfall. I'm talking about driving right across the road or waterfall. Yep. Yeah, on a Jeep water. trail. Yeah, actually, we actually have it on our TV right now. Well, no, it was a couple weeks ago, but it was <laughs> on there. But yeah, it's on a Jeep trail, so it's not pavement or anything. And you drive across a not scary waterfall, but yeah, you drive across a water waterfall. We were there in May, and the water wasn't really deep, but it was, I mean, it was probably a f less than a foot. But the girls were playing in the water. We drove across several times. There's all kinds of people that went back and forth through it. Everybody wants to get like their amazing. Facebook profile or cover photo picture there. Jeep like photo. We did. Yep. But there's camping in the area. It You don't have to have a Jeep or anything like that, but it helps to have something maybe high clearance to get there. It's called Tokerville Falls. Number 40, explore the world-famous Jeep trails. 
all around Utah, you can find some of the best off-roading in the world. Mm-hmm. All right. For the last two, let's move into Colorado. And that tells you how little of Colorado we actually visited because we only have two. Number 41, Great Sand Dunes National Park and Preserve. Great Sand Dunes was amazing. Mm-hmm. And they have a Jeep trail. <laughs> and they have a sweet Jeep trail. Yep. And they have a sand dunes that looked not, they don't look that far away, do they? Except for when you start to walk out there, you're about walking there is about two hours. Walking back is about two hours. Yes, there is. <laughs> Actually. Do not underestimate these dunes because it, there's a lot of walking uphill. It would probably be two hours there and then three hours back because you're going to be exhausted. <laughs> Number 42, Rocky Mountain National Park. We did that the first one. Mm -hmm, The first time going to Colorado. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so if you're in the Rocky Mountain region, you got to go to the Rocky Mountain National Park. Yeah, and not not only is the park cool, but just the surrounding area, Estes Park area, is amazing. The drive in and out of the park is beautiful. And you will see moose. Probably. Most likely. If you're lucky. You'll see moose, maybe some bear. Tons of elk. Mm -hmm. We have a podcast about it, though, for tips on visiting those actual parks. Um, We have a podcast about a lot of these things. If you want to go find that state um, in our podcast, we'll tell you more tips about each of these things. But we just wanted to ramble off some items to add to your bucket list. Yep. So now is the time where you pause the episode and you go get your bucket list book and you write all the things down you want to do. Or maybe you're writing them down already. Yeah, if you don't have a bucket list book yet, just get something, a notebook or a bullet journal or something like that. Or just even make a just, spread for each state. Or even just use a notepad on your phone. Yep. <laughs> the key is to write in all the states up front. And that is so that when you get an idea to go to one of these cool places... You can just go to the page, flip to the page, or flip to the part in your phone, whatever, um, and write it in. And don't think this is something that you have to do all at once. Every state is huge. If you can only do one or two things, pick something that you can do that's feasible along your route and plan for next time. Yep. That's what we've done, Mm -hmm. and we've visited a lot of these states. We've visited multiple times. And we try to do something new every time. Sometimes yeah. sometimes some of this stuff is so amazing that we just have to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, the, 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 it's so easy to just look in the page when you're scheduling. Like, let's say you're going to drive through Utah into Colorado and, you know, out east. You're going through a few things. You can just look in your page and find the things. And Especially if you love road trips like we do. We don't <laughs> mind, like... A two-hour detour sometimes is, like, no biggie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, right on it. (laughs) That is our top 42 bucket list items you need to do if you're visiting Rocky Mountain region. And if you need the show notes for any of the links in this episode, you can find them at thefayolas.com slash 62. All right. Well, I think that's a wrap. We're going to go play a board game. Pandemic. (laughs) And we'll see you next week. Sayonara. Bye. 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 (laughs) Give me some more tremble.
treble. Trumble. I'm all about the bass, no treble. <laughs> Perfect. And he can edit that little tch out. Yeah. <laughs> in each region. So then you can know what's going to be in each region. region. Because our region may be different than... Hold on. Of the states that what we consider in each region. Blah, 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 blah. So we will put a graphic in the show notes so you can tell which region is what. Yeah. We don't have 62. Are we recording? We're on 61. No, no we already we're did 62. 62. That's what yeah. I said. Welcome to, welcome to, welcome to, ex- yeah, that. I can't freaking talk. <laughs> this is going to be a rough night. <laughs> look, at my, look at my tongue. Is it swollen? Fatter <laughs> than usual. Okay, shh. <laughs> Or something. <laughs> I'm not even sure where we're at now. <laughs> yeah. Maybe just take that whole section out. Say that. And I'll <laughs> clip it together. Idaho. We traveled this uh, Idaho. <laughs> oh my God. This is rough. Jeez. Yeah, let's, let's pause. Pause <laughs> okay. the podcast. We need to do a little follow. Look down. Make a sentence. <laughs> look up. Say it. Thank you. The Rocky Mountain National Park area, or Colorado Rocky Mountain Park, or Cali. Cali. <laughs> and if you've ever seen a scary movie, there's probably a fire lookout in there, and so then you can <laughs> relate to it. Then you I can know. have anxiety while you're there. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you going with that? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, what is it? There's a few scary movies that I can think of. Was there any in like um, Tremors? No. <laughs> Tremors is not a scary movie. Uh, um, yeah. They could literally go up right now. <laughs> what? <laughs> what a disaster. <laughs> Maybe yes. we have to do it tomorrow. No. I know six times three. What is it? It is one. <laughs> okay. It's 18. We actually got to see the Rocky Mountain, or, whoa, this is going to be a wreck. This is going to take you six hours. And they do that so that the bears, they have, um, enrichment. Enrichment. (laughs) It's in, (laughs) where am I? Another one. (laughs) Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this is not from the X-Men movie. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's in Idaho. No, it's in Montana. Okay. You should definitely listen to us because we know exactly what we're talking about. And <laughs> we are great experts in RV life. <laughs> we never can remember names. We never can remember uh, where things are. We went there in July. Hold on. <laughs> Not in Utah. Uh, it's in Idaho. <laughs> I'm like- Dang it. Okay. Let me read it. Okay. Is that one in Utah? 
<laughs> Gosh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Good night. Viva Las Vegas. <laughs> no? No. No? That was the <sighs> dork. That <laughs> was like my mom saying, <laughs> singing a rap song. <laughs> with my thumbs up. I said it with a thumbs up. Great soon. Great soon dunes. Great soon dunda. <laughs> 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 you think you can get what you need out of it? I think they got it. Oh, Mom, at the end, can I say sayonara? <laughs>